What I do, y'all? Hello, hello. <clears throat> I don't feel no ways. This is Swoosh Knight in the building. It's your girl Vanessa Denae. You're <laughs> sick, so my voice is gonna go in and out throughout this episode. Bear Ooh. with me. But I did hear that uh, in a black household, if you laugh, you ain't sick. So we gonna see. So this is Love Yours, the podcast. The podcast that promotes black mental health. Black mental wealth. And black mental stability. Yes, sir. And as you black men, it's no shave November, so make sure you're taking care of your skin and your hair and your beards. Number one, your beards. But yeah, y'all, since y'all ain't out watching Harriet because we're boycotting that, right? That's our boycott list. Yeah, I I don't. I don't think I'll be seeing that until it goes to like Netflix or something. Hmm. So we ain't getting no money. We're not giving no money to that. Nah. nah. Jesus is king. We're boycotting that still. I feel like there's another thing, but you know what? I'm sure some big things are coming your way with shows and movies, and you're trying to figure out, man, if I'm if I'm trying to stay away from Harriet, what can I watch? Nay. You watch anything big and black and um, beautiful? Since I was sick, or since I've been sick, I've been at home quite a bit. I mean, actually, let me revert that, because I'm always at home. I don't be going nowhere. <laughs> it don't matter if I'm sick or not. <clears throat> but I recently watched um, Raising Dion, that uh, superhero series about a little black boy who has superpowers on... Uh, Netflix. It was entertaining. It definitely needs a season two. Like, the way they ended it, it's like, bruh, if I don't have another episode after this, I'ma fight (laughs) y'all. I'ma fight y'all because my boy. Michael B. Jordan? Yep. Yeah. Only in a few, and only a few of them. Nah, he was in a decent amount. It just, it just like I'm sure they they probably promoted it with his name, right? But he wasn't like he's a main character, but the plot of the, of the show like he's not always there, right? It's just like flashbacks or yeah, flashbacks and then you know certain parts, but it's cool. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm like trying not to give away. All right, why don't you give stuff. give them a taste? Like, what's the what's the plot? without spoilers basically uh the dad michael b jordan was killed however they never found the body and then out of nowhere like fast forward a few years after his death his son starts to like have these powers and the mom is basically like yo what the fuck I mean, that's a lot to handle as a single mom. Right. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> Simmer down. Relax. <laughs> yeah. And uh, doing, like, her research and trying to protect her son or whatever, she figures out or she finds out that the father, he too had superpowers. Um, but the father, he wasn't necessarily born with these powers. There's something happened that he got the powers. But then oh, shit. genetically passed them on to the sun so yeah mm. it's pretty dope pretty dope yeah so they're basically trying to figure out like 
who knows why these powers are a thing what happened to the dad because like i said the body's never found and yeah it's cool is there all right okay okay so netflix bringing the heat yo you guys have been also checking out watchmen that's out there on the hbo following the 2009 movie it's actually based off a couple years after that um starring regina king i'm not gonna lie sometimes i'd be mixing her up with taraji p P. how they look nothing alike i don't know because they in some of the similar stuff they look nothing alike they don't but it's the names that they like i'm disappointed in you oh i know she's not in that movie she's in the movie it's one of them i'm disappointed but she's still both both are very strong female actors disappointing me that you shouldn't have said that on on, on i'm just saying sometimes i do you could have told me that after we finished recording and then i would have been like come on bruh i'm working on it i'm getting better regina king though Mm -hmm. um so basically she serves as like a retired policewoman but then slash vigilante who who works with the police trying to shut down a white supremacist group with mysteries that ensue. All of it is in an alternate history universe, which is interesting, where this guy reigns squids, black people get reparations, and cops have to get permission to use their guns. Oh, I like that. Oh, oh yeah. I'm so, with that. So if you're with that and interested in some sci-fi stuff, by all means, Watchmen's on, on HBO. I'm sure you can fin- quote unquote you can uh, finesse it online, but you didn't hear from me. We'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course Netflix also has American Sun, which is a play. Um, I mean it's not a real recommendation for me, you know. Watch at your own risk because I have some points and cues about it. But basically, it's a play made into a movie with Kerry Washington. It's about an interracial couple whose son gets in an incident with the police. And they're in the, basically, they are in the police station trying to get information and work with a police officer to get that information and figure out what happens. Also, discussing issues within black parents' relationship with the police, biases within interracial couples and interracial families mm, it sounds like i'll be triggered i probably won't watch that so <coughs> by all means maybe this will be more of a discussion uh, a movie that you watch you watch with some friends talk about it hmm. maybe maybe there won't be no fights by all means check those out and of course if you guys have your own opinions definitely or uh list of movies or shows that you want us to check out bam hit us up sign our dms love yours the podcast love yours underscore pod on twitter and love yours underscore podcast on ig yes sir so let's start the show now it's your girl Vanessa Denae. And it's your boy, Swoosh Knight. And you're tuning into Love Yours, the podcast.
hits. They've been stacking up. Yes. We gotta, it's we gotta a get in. Weeks. Well, a week. A week. What happens? Well, two weeks since we spoke to the public. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Um. So for our prayer segment, um, unfortunately, there's been another school shooting in Santa Clarita, California, at Saugus High. I think I'm saying that right. Um. I don't really. I didn't really get too much info when trying to find the background on it. Um. But I do know that two have been or two people were killed and one was in critical condition and I believe the person who was in critical condition was the shooter dang yeah so prayers out to those families um for everybody affected in this school shooting because it affects not just the families of the the people lost but you know it's traumatizing Especially to have another one in California. Right? Well, we've had quite a few in the past year. Yeah. That's not okay. I mean, mass shootings. I don't think... Well, there's been a few, like, school shootings, too. So, but still, it hurts more when it's when it's at home. Yeah. Because we are a California-based podcast. So, I mean, Santa Clarita, it's a good drive, but it's like... Close enough. Yeah. Um, next up, <clears throat> this weekend makes one year since the passing of Kim Porter. So you guys keep her family, her children, and and Diddy in your prayers, because I know they are still going through it. Yeah. Uh, definitely her son. Like his uh airbrushed jean jacket. That one's pretty fresh. I didn't see it. Oh, man. Actually, was it Quincy? I think so, yeah. Actually, I, I think I did see it. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Word up. So, <coughs> definitely put those prayers up. For reactions, we got a couple of them. But we got to keep, keep them hot. Mm-hmm. Try and speed through these, hopefully. For sure. Kaylin Bennett. Division One basketball recruit diagnosed with autism plays for Kent State in opener. He was the first basketball player to play D1 who was diagnosed with autism. Okay. So that's big ups to him. Yeah, shout out to him. That's dope. That's dope. See, bam. Hot, quick reaction. That's tight. Mm, that's tight. I like it. Next up, in white women trying to make their own stuff. Self-partnered, a phrase coined by Emma Watson when asked if she was single and ready to mingle. She then stated that she had labeled herself as self-partnered, as in that she is with herself and not looking for anybody else. So she couldn't just say she's focusing on herself? Nah. Like the rest of us? Nah. Oh, I... That's so extra. I am self-partnered. Yeah, I. <laughs> Man. That's so funny. That's all that new age. Uh, nah, I can't find no. I can't fuck with these fucking niggas or what? I ain't nobody about to. Like, you not finna see that. On <laughs> 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 Facebook. Man. 
you know how like people like right after a breakup they go on to like social media and they be like shit like hashtag living for my kids and <laughs> focusing on me i'll see him he's the only man i need right now right my little god king. first or stuff like that i don't foresee us seeing self-partnered in any of those bios anytime soon so you know what emma do you boo boo do you hey that's what happens when harry don't choose you huh oh <laughs> trash <laughs> anyways <laughs> moving on <clears throat> so a couple weeks that man chris had a big ass yard so bro we missed out <laughs> first bro, of all that out. that line was long as shit but Back. the amount of, amount of stuff that he had out there ridiculous crazy and i don't know about y'all but no, I wasn't finna wearing that. But I like screen tees, so I probably would have kept some t-shirts. But like, I got baby feet. I can't fit his shoes. I know that all exactly. Top. I was finna sell them. Oh my god, they was gonna be on eBay with quickness <laughs> if I got anything. That's all a post. Summed it all up. Y'all five two niggas going to Chris Brown's garage sale. <laughs> Knowing damn, damn well. well, you can't fit nobody's size twelve Jordans and size t- size yeah, extra had, large. He had some shoes out there too. Y'all know you about to go to Chris Brown, pick up all them clothes, and you gonna wear them to bed because they too big. So <laughs> I don't need to hear it. That's on y'all. Looking like they got on tall tees. Yeah. It, not that you say I'm going that, to bed. <laughs> there is some there was some like short ass people in line too. But I'm I'm convinced they were hype beasts. They probably sold that shit online because that's what I would have done. Yeah. And guess who's not gonna buy it? Me. <laughs> shit. Out of luck. <laughs> Woo. <clears throat> Next up, I do change this likes. How you feel about that name? Um, so I still see likes on my thing. I, I guess like they updated it where you had to like volunteer to participate in it. Really? Yeah. Um, so I still feel, I still see likes on mine, but like the I number think, or? Yeah. Oh, cause I just see like the so-and-so liked it and then a hundred or ten others. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't be paying attention like that. <laughs> cause I obviously I don't care. Um. So for the most part, I think it's I think it's cool. I don't feel pressure, cause I gotta be honest, y'all. If I see y'all with too many likes and I like that photo, I keep scrolling, cause that number. Cause I'm a hater. See, you're part of your problem. See, my take on this <laughs> is for once I actually agree with Nicki Minaj, and feel like she made some sense because she went on uh, and she was like, "Think about it. You have all these people making money." off of IG and they're doing it like they're freelancing they're representing themselves on IG so IG is just like yo you're getting this money I need to make it harder for you so I'm gonna take away your likes because people were like dead ass like oh I'll promote your your product on my page because I got such and such amount of followers and they're all gonna see it it's gonna get you all this business people are gonna like it so on and so forth you know 
Right. I also think that it was partially biased to race because uh, personally, I think several, several black people have come up by utilizing uh, social media marketing personally. Well, somewhat. I mean, the way they that I think Nikki alluded to or implied was more of uh, like, hey, now you kind of have to go yeah, to, Instagram go to Instagram to get the analytics to, and, and like, yeah. hey, this is how many, how many views they're getting, how many likes, so that, like, hey, Instagram is trying to get their cut. Mm-hmm. Of course, we already know that they have, like, power over the algorithm. They can change up how things are, are lined up and where things are and that, well, clearly you can notice that there are more ads on Instagram as well, mm-hmm. which is a trip in and of it's itself. It's annoying. But It'd I mean, be, like, on some Big Brother shit, too. True. Like you both like. using them cookies. Yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so crazy. I mean, I see some some benefits. I feel more welcome to to do the likes, but of course they going Instagram gonna get that money and we already know. We know. We knew that was gonna happen anyways. They probably like, yeah, we gonna say it's for the kids, but actually fuck them kids. I can't. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, so Ladies and gentlemen, Kawhi Leonard's on load management, which everybody has been up in arms about. Of course, we turn to Uncle LeBron for information. Is he uncle now? No, he's not. Okay, I was like, when did this happen? Uncle Shannon Sharp. (laughs) That's my dog. But, uh, of course, uncle of NBA, because LeBron going on his 17th year dunking on fools. Oh. That was that was a nasty dunk. You know, I don't even rock with LeBron. <laughs> and I was just like, move, sir. Why did you... Tra- oh, he should have just failed. <laughs> I would have failed. I would have tried to like make it look like a charge or something. Don't just stand there. Oh, man. And let that man look you in the eye like that after. You got to fight him. Like, you... <laughs> oh. You got to. You, either you fall or you fight. Push him a little bit. Something. <laughs> he didn't do nothing. He just sat there like, fuck, man. I'm about to be on this nigga's highlight reel. <laughs> no. But um, LeBron said in response to load management, which a lot of teams do or have thought about doing, is that he blames AAU basketball. Stop it. For putting mileage on all of these players. Saying that. Players should not have to play five basketball games in a day. Stop it. He's talking about like AAU tournaments? Yeah. It's a tournament, dog. Like, I mean, it's, it's a tournament. Tournament's been that way since the beginning of time. Let's let's not just blame AAU for that. And then on top of that, if if AAU wasn't represented so well like it is now, half of these kids wouldn't be known. Exactly. So, so you can't you can't come from AAU. Come on, man. You you can't come for them. Exactly. I mean, AAU has put, been putting kids on the map. And if it was year round, like but AAU is not year round. AAU basketball is prime time. As soon as you get out of the basketball season or high school, like. We're talking February, end of February, March, for sure Memorial Day. It's popping. Like, get out. And you got three months to get it all in before school starts up again. All right, like, stop it, Bron. These kids live. These kids live for AAU. Come on now, stop it. Just chill. 
Yeah, you can simmer down. Nice up. So, again, since I've been sick, again, let me stop with this. It's no <laughs> excuse. I don't be going nowhere, y'all. I'll be at the house. I don't really watch TV like that. Um, but shit. Disney Plus came out, you know. I definitely hopped on the bandwagon um, <laughs> real quick. Wow. I downloaded it, like, I think the first day it was released. Oh. But not even on, like, oh. not on purpose. Like, I oh, kind of. On, on accident, huh? So you just, just it fell in it. It wasn't like I was, you know, anticipating it. Uh-huh. I wasn't, had no idea. Um, what, what got you? Arissa Katz. No, bro. Bam, I'm in that. Um. It was Tailspin, dog. Oh, yeah. Tailspin. Oh, yeah. That's my shit. <laughs> it got me. It got me. Between that, fucking DuckTales. Woo. Man. And uh, <laughs> Chippendale. Chip, 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 Chippendale. <laughs> Bro, I've been living my oh, best so life. The 90s. The yes. 90s. It was prime. I watched. Duck. Man excited <laughs> like, like y'all didn't tell me you wasn't take my money take it and it's only it's 6.99 a month come on bro that's not a lot but yeah and then i was just like oh you know i don't really fuck with netflix like that sometimes i do sometimes i don't but then netflix is just like oh you want to bring back tailspin and duck tails that's fine but we about to sign this contract with Nickelodeon. Bro, I almost cried. <laughs> like, y'all don't even know. I'm excited. Man. Excited. They're going to do some spinoffs like they did for uh, Rocco's Modern Life. And what if they do uh, Rocket Power? I'm with it. Revised. Cat, well, nah. Leave Cat Dog alone. They can, don't, don't bring I'm, that back. I'm, I'm with the Nickelodeon. Like, yeah. Hey, Ar- hey Arnold. I'm with it. Let's go. Duck. Side note. Do, 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 I don't know. Do. I'm still. Don't Doug, you. I'm kind of. Are you fucking I'm kidding me? I'm coming back. But yo, hey Arnold. Bruh. I rewatched that whole thing. Bruh, that shit is woke. <laughs> yeah, no. Bruh. Whoa. Yeah. Talking about feelings and like, damn, this yeah. is tough. Oh, damn. Arnold, I was watching. I'm convinced Arnold is a therapist now. He. <sighs> He is a therapist. Man. There ain't no way. Ain't no but way. yeah, no, I'm 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 excited. I'll let y'all know when everything starts to drop. I'm like, yo, hit up the Netflix. Matter of fact, Netflix hit up us. You feel me? We take sponsors. <laughs> um, y'all can get commercials on us. Yeah, we can on our show. There. Disney Plus too. Shit, we can we can do both, y'all. Whoever give us more money, we'll say yours first. Yeah, free membership actually. I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> we could <can> do that. <laughs> I am with it. You ain't even got to like really give us no money. Just lifetime free membership. I'm with exactly. it. But I, ain't, I got too much to stream. So I ain't, I ain't buy it yet. But <gasps> anybody want to slide me that password. Nah, I'm not giving Bet. you no password. What? Next one. Everybody's up in arms because my boy Omarion. King. I gives no fucks. Mr. I don't feel no ways himself finally came out and spoke about the uh, situation with a uh, fizzle pop and uh, 
April, September, whatever hell her name is. Fizzle Pop. Yeah. <laughs> fizzle <laughs> Pop. Little Fizzle Pop. They trying to bait that man at every turn. Hey, it is what it is. Anyways, yeah, so Omarion came out and said he don't feel no ways about it. And all I heard in my mind was, she belongs to the streets. Like I said, <clears throat> my twin, my guy. Your twin, yeah, okay. Because we look alike, you know. Oh my God, are you going to start this saying. again? All I'm saying is, and we're not going to get into what you said last episode about his rhythm and whatnot. I'm just I don't want to, we're not bringing that up <laughs> just at saying. all. It made perfect sense. No, it doesn't. It made perfect sense. It does sense. not. But Yo, you know what I, I mean, didn't he's realize? Over. He's over. Is how short that man is. Like, I knew he was short, but he's small. So I was fizz. Yeah. To the point where I had to Google that shit. Omar, I'm like 5'6", bro. Yeah, I believe it. I didn't think he was that short. I thought he was at least 5'9". This is a bunch of small men. Um, small men everywhere. I don't understand it. Fizz is only 5'7". Hmm. April Jones is 5'9". Hmm. She's either 5'9 or 5'10". And then like uh, Monice is... I don't remember. 5' something. Uh, I'm just like, it's a whole lot of small people out here. But I mean, woman's 5'9 and a men's 5'9. Two different things. Let me let y'all know about that. So I'm I'm five nine, regular five nine. I am. I swear. I've <laughs> <laughs> been measured many a times. No one ever believes me. Okay. I'm five nine. I swear. I went to the doctors and everything. <laughs> Got transcripts and everything. I, I, I know, do. I know. So yeah. Five nine. Hey. And so, yeah. I wanna just go on record and say that I am not interested in any five six dude like how are you five nine and he's five six you can't even wear his heels sis like you already three inches taller than him i had to wear flats everywhere i go and it's, it's not even about flats like some sneakers you can't even wear because they kind of <laughs> high like you can't wear no forces around him you can't but wear you no can fours. buy him some forces and then yeah, he's still gonna be shorter get some lifts sitting like this <laughs> you know <laughs> i hate you i <laughs> uh, see you ate sick oh god laugh shut up <laughs> um but yeah so omarion said he basically don't care um he does think that they should change the narrative in his words basically and i agree with him if they so happy why the hell they keep bringing up his name and stuff because they really do <laughs> left and right yeah and we all know i mean he ain't doing nothing we ain't seen this this nigga been he been out, out taking, there dancing right dancing in the kitchen taking pictures with parrots like he is not Jump. concerned about y'all and i mean if it don't bother him it don't bother me since we twins and all you know oh my gosh i feel like i feel like it does bother him but not to the point like it's more like, okay, like, y'all both grimy. I cut y'all off. Do you? I think that's where he's at. Because mm-hmm. he's just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to go back and forth with them. And I think that's what the both of them want. Because <laughs> let's be real. Like, 
Fizz, like, there ain't no storyline there. Um, Fizz be chilling on his own. No, but I'm saying, like, as far as... I mean, as... Love, on Love and Hip Hop. Exactly. Love and Hip Hop, like, we don't care. So it's just, like, they got to keep themselves interesting by continuing to, like... I feel like they leeching off Omarion's name to make themselves relevant. Because mm, even with the... Okay, even with that um, reunion tour, everybody knows damn well they wasn't going because Fizz was there. <laughs> Shit, they was trying to see Omarion. And I know, I know Omarion got more money because he had the solo album sure he had a whole solo set so mm. yeah maybe i don't know but whatever whatever uh so apparently twinkies is making a cereal shut it down right nope, we're done. thank you who the fuck eats twinkies we're done let's go to the next one <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> who asked for this no one no one i've never heard somebody like oh yeah i'm about to go get me a twinkie so I'm the white lady in that white lady and cat memes that are going around lately. You said who wanted this? Right? <laughs> like, no. And that's that's that on that. Uh, yeah, we don't need to. We don't need that. it. Stop it. A couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> we're late to this. So we have we late on this nigga inception. If you guys have not already heard, Suge Knight, who is now in prison for several years due to a whole bunch of shit. Being That's all you gotta crazy know. crazy person. A whole bunch of shit. <laughs> he met with Ray J and provided Ray J with the rights to his life and made him the head of Death Row Records. He also gave Nick Cannon like rights to his book and stuff like that, but that's here and there. Here nor there. All you need to know is Ray J has the rights to Suge Knight's life, which... What does that mean? He can make movies about him and everything. Okay, that's fine, but like... I'm, I'm sure Ray somebody... Jay? I'm sure Exactly. Exactly. That is the question you should be asking. And the same thing hey, is... But at the same time, Ray J is a hustler. Like, he's always doing the most random shit. Don't bring him no scooter bikes. Don't bring him no Ray, <laughs> the Ray phones or whatever it is. The, the glasses that tilt down. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, ever-moving uh, beanie. Oh. <laughs> the elusive beanie. Elusive beanie. See, we're giving him, see, we're giving him ideas. Anyways. Ray is like the corner store hustler. Or that one kid that was always trying to make money at school. Like, oh, I got this candy. Selling pieces of gum. Or selling something. But still. What, wait, what? Yeah. How did they know each other? Are they friends? This is like little Bowos and he parted Death Row all over again. And I didn't see him I mean, in the WikiLeaks. he was. I seen it. The chain and everything? It's in there? On the Wikipedia? I don't know. But whatever. Anyways. So, yeah, it's weird, bro. I don't know. On top of that, Ray J decided to go <clears throat> and meet with Trump's administration to see if he could get a pardon for Suge Knight. <laughs> Nay, what's your reaction on that? Uh, I just did my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. What's happening? 
Nigga Inception. This whole thing is weird. I don't like. Oh, okay. Do you think? I because I'm I'm sure Trump administration was just like if you don't get your ass up <laughs> out of here. Do you think he's gonna contact Kim K and try and get Suge Knight? <laughs> I'm just saying. Would that not be funny? Hold on, hold on. Let me. So I can see would you walking it in. I can see Ray J walking into the office like, hey, I'm looking for a pardon. Oh, okay. Um, Let me just look up who. What's his name? Suge Knight? That, that slow turd or just. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> but. But a Kim K idea. That might be something. That would be funny. This whole thing should be a movie. Right? Just him trying to get him pardoned. <laughs> I think I might have to go to my ex. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye just... She has some pool and she's been talking to people and she... <laughs> that would be funny. That would be some shit. Let's wait on that. Let's see if that happens. Hopefully Ray J hears this and he's just like, that ain't just... Damn it, they might got something right there. She'll be a favor. I made her famous. Ah, <laughs> I put you on the map that you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That would be. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's Jay. <laughs> I need a favor. Oh no. Never asked you for much, but. And calls her with <laughs> I hit it first playing in the background. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Ooh. Hilarious. Comedy gold. Anyways. Big tickets. So Miles Garrett for the uh Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. Browns suspended indefinitely from NFL without pay. Yeah, so Thursday night, final play of the game. Against <clears throat> the Steelers. Yeah, Garrett tackled. Rudolph, Mason Rudolph, the quarterback of the Steelers. Trash-ass boy. Yeah. Rudolph proceeded to try and take off Miles right. Garrett's helmet. So people, people, that's what I have a problem with. Everybody's mad, like, oh, Miles Garrett pulled his helmet off and he swung it at him. But if you look at the clip of it, Depending on which angle, mm-hmm. if you get that back angle from the end zone, you see Mason Rudolph like dead ass twisting this dude's helmet, trying to get that shit off of him. And I'm just like, yeah, he ripped your helmet off because you started that shit. Like you just take your sack and take it. And then proceeded to get jumped by his offensive lineman. Yeah. <clears throat> And he did. He did hit Mason Rudolph in the head. After he charged, after yeah. Mason after he charged, charged at him, he hit him in the head with the um, with his uh, helmet. helmet. <laughs> and then he turned around, did his white hands. Uh, <sighs> what? Come on, come on. And let me just add that to this: Mason Rudolph did not uh, receive any repercussions for this. He didn't get fined. He didn't get suspended. Nothing. And I personally just don't think. It was handled in the the right way. Like, yeah, I can get how it's like, oh, you know, he shouldn't have hit him in the head. But also, you got to look at 
Miles Garrett's point of view is like, first of all, this dude was trying to rip my helmet off of me <laughs> because I sacked his ass. Then on top of that, or a tackle, yeah, yeah, and then on top of that, oh yeah, it wasn't a sack; it was a tackle, right? Yeah, because I tackled his ass. Then on top of that, after that, when I pulled his helmet off because he was trying to do the same thing, like to me, then his offensive lineman rushed me, so I have three dudes on me. Right. Yeah, we're in pads, but everybody's on me. And then Mason Rudolph is running at him, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna swing." It's called getting jumped. It's jumped 101. I'm swinging at everybody. Right. For my life. Exactly. And people are like, oh, no. You you swing over a person. And hit, at that you could have killed him. Really? Knocked him out, maybe. <laughs> Man. So. I don't think he should have been suspended indefinitely. Maybe a fine, but There's Rudolph not, definitely yeah. should have got a fine as well. There's not too many games left anyway, so it's like <coughs> he was gonna get a big fine, a big suspension, regardless. And the Brown season is is trash, so yeah. Mm. So sorry to this man. <laughs> sorry. I still feel like the NFL should definitely look at Mason Rudolph and he should have some type of repercussions as well. Mm. All right. Up next. Up next. Cap finally has workout. You guys are probably going to get this information late, but you already know all the details by now, I'm sure. It's Friday. The NFL fumbled that shit badly. They said, hey, you know what? You're going to work out at three Atlanta facility. Oh, but first, we want you to sign all these uh, agreements to make sure that we're waived of, you know, that you get injured. And also that if you don't get a job from this, then it's not our fault. All additional stuff. And then the NFL proceeded to say, hey, Colin didn't agree to all this stuff. Uh, uh, he also was asking for too much. He wanted Nike to come in and fill his commercial. He also wanted, uh, his own additional film crew. And we just, did, we just could not, uh, accommodate his stuff. And he got mad and he decided to schedule another workout somewhere else. So, Nike was like, that's bullshit. We never asked to record anything. We never heard of this NFL redactor shit take that shit back that never happened Colin was like hey NFL came at the last minute wanted a whole bunch of stuff they wanted also additional agreements saying like you know hey you won't sue us for the handling of things oh you also want your own crew to record your workout to distribute because hey Colin doesn't trust NFL and whether they would handle the tape for legitimate reasons why would he trust them exactly Um. Yeah. So, for the most part, from the videos, I saw, oh, go you guys more? I mean, no, go, go, go. But for the most part, so Colin was like, "Hey, I'm not about it. You guys aren't being. You're not holding up your end of the bargain." One, he also gave me notice of this workout five days before. Five days to get ready for this workout that you're gonna magically have. So. It just it's just a big clusterfuck that fell through. 
he ended up, you know, working out at a high school. I think four or five teams showed up. Chiefs, SF, Ravens. Um, I can't remember the other two teams off the top of my head, but it was cool. He came out, gave a statement, hey, stop being scared. I've been brave for three years. I've been denied for three years. Let's go. Yeah, so <clears throat> since the workout <clears throat> or since the workout being scheduled, uh, there has been reports come out that say uh, Jay-Z urged the NFL, was it commissioner, owner? Yeah. Commissioner? Roger Goodell. Yeah, was telling him, you know, I took a reputational bullet by uh, partnering with you guys. Uh, you need to give them this workout, yada, yada, yada. I, I don't, like, I don't know if I agree or if I believe that he actually said that. Mm. For one, because I feel like Jay-Z should have had his ass out there, personally. Like, right. if, you, if you're you're supposed to be doing all of this, you know, political change and partnering with the NFL and getting things done accordingly, why didn't see your black ass out there at his workout? Um <clears throat> and two, the people who are saying like, oh, Jay-Z said that, it's like they heard that from another person. So it's like a he said, he said, he said right. type of thing. So I, I, I don't know. Um, At the same time, what's it called? A.B. Antonio Brown also had a hearing that weekend, too, or on Friday. So oh, yeah. it was kind of like sketch. So they also are saying this might be like a publicity stunt, you know. It's also mass like oh, AB stuff. Probably. So. Um, and then, um, <clears throat> so your boy, Stephen A. Smith. I hate that guy, by the way. <laughs> like, I, I legitimately can't stand him. He's an ass. Anyways, <laughs> he decided to go in his bathroom, wherever the fuck he was, and record a reaction to uh, Colin Colin's um, workout. First of all, the whole workout thing doesn't sit, or his reaction doesn't sit well with me because it was weird. I didn't like the tone he was talking in. <laughs> I was just like, "Why are you? Why are you talking like that? Ew! What's wrong with you?" Um, and yeah, he was talking out his ass. Saying like, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to play. You want to be a martyr and da da da. And mm. and I'm just like Stephen A. Like you gotta also realize where Colin is coming from. He's been shut out of the NFL for the past three years. So yeah, if you guys are telling him like, oh, only our NFL people can be here, no other media source, so on and so forth. Like no the shit looks, yeah, yep. all that shit sounds suspicious because he Stephen A. is like. Oh, well, they're setting that up to protect the, the owners because, hey, who knows what could happen if they say that they don't want to they don't want to sign him. Right. What are you talking about? They've been living their life free for the past three years <laughs> saying that they didn't want to sign Colin. So, yeah, he's going to be weary of you guys. Right. <clears throat> so, and I, I yeah. mean, I don't know if. I don't know if Colin actually wants to play in the NFL anymore. That's up to him. I can understand, like, that's what he wants to do with his life or whatever. 
But at the same time, I feel like, you know, he, he went about it right. Like, nah, we can, y'all can come see me work out. This is where I'll be. These are the camera people that are going to be there. Cause he always, he also requested like his, his own receivers and stuff like that. And it, it's understandable because you know, these people have been shutting you out for this. How many years? Who's to say you didn't give old boy extra little some some to act like he couldn't catch what I threw, right? Or to you know fumble the ball or just just something, make it seem like I overthrew or whatever. Like it just it's all sketch. And Stephen A is an idiot, and he needs to shut up. Yeah, so definitely Eric Reed, let him know about about himself, but for the most part. I think the the best thing that we got out of this is, hey, we want to make sure things are fair, make sure things are transparent, take things into your own hands, and a and no deal is better than a bad deal. I think we can all agree on that, right? Yeah. So, by all means, y'all. Hopefully, by the end of the week, <coughs> right now, things are a whole lot better. But still, a lot of people have doubts that he'll be signed. Or that would get a job out of it, so. I don't, I don't think he will, because I feel like it was all kind of random. Yeah, so. Anyways, we'll up see. next, this is this is late again, <laughs> but, so, your boy Dion Waiters of the Miami Heat was supposed to play in the uh, Miami Heat-Laker game, correct? Right, it was falling his game in Phoenix, and uh, on the plane after they won, they uh, he decided to, you know, Eat relax some a little edibles. bit. Yep, some gummies, some THC, and he football and had like a seizure, panic attack, panic attack, seizure. Yeah, it wasn't too good. Not a great thing for him. <clears throat> and then he was suspended, hospitalized, and suspended for ten games. And this season, Dion Waiters has not played a game because he did not pass his physical. He's been doing some kind of outlandish stuff. So he has not played a game this season, I believe. So, mental health or drugs? Does he need to stay off the weed? Or is it something else? Um, I'm going to go with the latter. <laughs> I think it's mainly the drugs. <laughs> There might be some some mental health issues going on there, obviously, because it's like you're self sabotaging yourself at this point. Right. Um. So yeah, there's there's some unstable things there, but yeah, put my boy in rehab, man. Like that's what it sounds like, honestly. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of him, but the memes. memes. <laughs> The memes of this man, or that were made because of him, uh, basically ODing on some fucking THC gummies, <laughs> have been <laughs> hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. But yeah, I think. <laughs> I think. What? I oh, think your boy was like, in my mind, this is what happened. He was just like, <laughs> maybe he don't really like to fly. It makes him uneasy or whatever. So he's like, 
Okay, I'm gonna just eat a couple of these. And I don't know, I've never had an edible. Um, but from what I hear, they're strong as F. And um, Especially I feel, in the sky. <clears throat> well, yeah, I feel like he didn't, you know, he didn't seem like the brightest crayon in the box. So I don't think he took that into consideration <laughs> when he ate them. And then oh, supposedly man. they don't hit you right away. It's like a delayed, a yeah. delayed reaction. So I think that follow me. I think <laughs> he was just like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, wind down on this plane. Like, get on a relaxed mood. I think he ate some and they hadn't kicked in. And he was probably just like, what the fuck? I'm going to eat some more. <laughs> I don't think we're done yet. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to get some more because these shits, they weak. These is weak. Feel me? I don't think we're done yet. I don't think. <laughs> that's, that's that's the edibles talking. Um, <laughs> and he ate some more. And then he was on the plane. And then the liftoff, takeoff happened. And he was just like. Yo, is it hot in here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all feel that? There's a man on the wing of the plane. <laughs> I think that happened. Like, I think man. they kicked in tough and he got like super sick. And yeah. Shit. <laughs> and I mean, being in it like, okay, because I hear people have like flipped out having an edible like on ground. So imagine having an edible, having that shit kick in is hella stronger than you expected. And then <laughs> you you in a small fucking pressurized cabin flying thousands of feet in the air. Like, yeah, you gonna have a panic attack. Yeah, you, you might. Because you, I, I imagine that you're probably just like, I need some fresh air. And slight turbulence. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> We're going down. Because, bruh, I, like I said, never done any of that. And turbulence scared me. So... <laughs> I can imagine if you're like being affected Man. by drugs or whatever at the time. <laughs> can you like you feel me? Like he's probably like I need air. No, I need air. I need air. I'm gonna just open this. I'm gonna open the window a little bit. Just a little. Just a little bit. Just be, it's not no, hurting nobody, no. bro. You can't open no window up here, bro. Man. And yeah. My man started tripping. That's what I think. So so I think they should get that man in rehab. So responsible substance use then. We gotta correct that. Or maybe he's just not man, built for it. I, he's just not built for it. Just, we build differently. Yeah, I mean, like you know. It's okay. Maybe maybe your boy can pop like seven gummies, but you, maybe you should just lick the lick the salt off the gummy. Like maybe, maybe you should suck on one and spit it out. Like I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All just, right, we're done. you just rub it, <laughs> swish it around in your mouth real quick, and then spit it out, and you just, and then, and then you be okay. <laughs> you might not can eat seven of them. You might not. I mean not. <laughs> I mean not. <laughs> last but last least on our big ticket, Ti. You checking for hymens and whatnot. I'm sure you guys already heard about this. This is another old one, but. Yo, like, I'm so disappointed in that man. Like, I used to, I used to really, really like T.I. Like, he has some moments where he seems like a really good dude. But, like, some of the stuff he's do- he does, like, 
I feel like he does not respect women. Period. Um, and that's based on watching like, what was it? Grand Hustle? Yeah. The Family or whatever. What's the name of that damn show? Some shit. Like some, some shit like that. Yeah. Um, Just his interactions with Tiny. He's very disrespectful with a lot of things. Uh, Like that whole... First of all, he keep cheating on her. That's disrespecting <laughs> itself. He keep cheating on her. Yeah. And then like when she chose to finally move out or whatever, instead of, you know, if you're if you're trying to work to get your your family back and your wife back and trying to like go on a trip for your anniversary. Yeah. Be a man and say that as opposed to, well, if you don't know what day it is, then like I'm gonna be here, you might wanna go. Or you can come and ask me to go with you because you were trying to make our our marriage work. Right. But yeah, just to like the whole story behind it, he said it was like after her 16th birthday and he just left a note on her door, like gyno appointment in the morning at this time. Mm. And then the audacity of this man (laughs) to say like the doctor came in and the doctor was just like, you do realize that the hymen does not, whether it's intact or not, it does not necessarily let you know if she is sexually active. It can be broken by things like horseback riding or riding a bike or so on and so forth. And it doesn't prove that she's a virgin or not. And right. his reaction, his response to the doctor was, doctor, just give me my results she ain't riding no bike she ain't riding no horses so we ain't gotta worry about all that yeah so give me my results so i have a problem with the give me my results because last time i checked or last i heard ti did not have a vagina nor was he sitting up there with his legs up in the stirrups getting a examination so how are they his results Right. Like that in itself is just him like displaying, trying to display ownership over his, his daughter's body. And just like, like, no, I'm not saying that a 16 year old needs to be sexually active, but her dad does need to respect her as a human being as opposed to his property. Right. And that's all I got to say on that. I can't with him. He should be ashamed of himself. So this, uh, toxic masculinity or oh, overparenting or what? That's definitely toxic masculinity for sure. Because he does not have that type of energy when it comes to his boys and his boys being sexually active. So. True. That's the end on that. And then went on to say that it's a yearly thing. Like he takes her every year. Annual. So like, you're saying. What did you, did you say that he's more tying her virginity intact to being a good parent, a good father? No. I, he probably is doing it in his head, but deep down inside, you have to see that something is fucked up with that situation. Because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my dad, no, like that. It, that is that in itself can teach can have so much damage on, so much damaging results on his daughter and her whole mental state. Like she can think, okay, so when she does get into a relationship, that means okay, I no longer belong to my dad. I now belong to this man, mm-hmm. whoever I'm with. And my body and what I do with my body has nothing to do with what I want. I have to do what someone else wants for me. Like, that 
That shit does not make any sense. My dad never went to a gynecologist appointment with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mom may have gone, but when it came time for examination and shit like that, it's like they ask you, can your mom be in the room? Do you want her in the room? So on and so forth. And my mom would be like, um, I'll be outside. Like, mm. I grew up in a household where my dad could not hit us. It's only me and my sister. Yeah. Discipline, my mom whooped us. My dad did not whoop us. Why? Because he didn't want us getting comfortable with a man putting their hands on us. Mm. That makes sense. Right? And my cousins are just the same way. Like, my cousin has a daughter, a three-year-old, and he does not pop her. Nothing. Why? Because he was raised the same way. Our dads are brothers. Like, you're not finna... No, I don't want you to get accustomed to a man putting his hands on you, so then you grow up to think it's okay when you're older, and nah. Nah. I didn't didn't even think about that one. That's something else. Oh, yeah. It's real out here. (laughs) So of course, you know, your boy don't don't disagree. your boy don't agree with this. Planned Parenthood doesn't agree with it, of course. Right. And then currently, Deja has liked lots of Twitter comments on this issue about how her daddy's wrong. And she currently is unfollowing her father. Yeah, because first of all, he just put her <laughs> business all out like that. Like She ain't nobody gotta know. Nobody, nobody no, this, nobody. Hey. It's bad enough you're humiliating me and making me take you or making mm-hmm. me go with you and you thinking that you have ownership over my virginity, over my body, but now you want to announce it to the world because you're proud and you think it's okay. So now millions of people know my business as opposed to something that is sacred to just me. Right. Bullshit, T.I. You should be ashamed of yourself. Bullshit. So I was trying to see this from the other side. Would you say that some some men are saying, you know what, I gotta protect my children at all costs. My daughter's virginity is a thing that like, oh, I'm they and they attach it to, hey, I'm a good parent if she's not a, she's a virgin still past age eighteen. I feel like Like it would equate. I feel like T.I. is basically afraid of his daughter running into Negroes like himself. And that's why he's so concerned with her virginity and what she's doing. I would feel that would be true. Because he knows what he was doing at that age and what he's still doing at his current age. Being trifling and Mm -hmm. untrustworthy. So now he's concerned and worried that his daughter is going to run into a man like him. Right. So it has nothing to do with him thinking that he's a good father or anything like that. It, it might, like, mm-hmm. he might try and word it that way, but I guarantee you it comes down to he's trying to protect her from people like himself. So what would you say for, like, for women? What would you say the same thing would be? Like, if, like for men, toxic masculinity would be protecting the hymen but then for women like for toxic femininity and mothers and everything like that what would you when say it that? comes to boys yeah boys are would you boys are girls mm, i don't know like could you say could you see this same thing happening with women like mothers there you go like making their daughter go to the gynecologist and, and double checking, checking and um i could see it happening but i also think that that would boil down to the mother's upbringing and her experiencing 
mm-hmm. like a toxic behavior because it's not okay it's not okay for the mom it's not okay for the dad right either way but i mean it's definitely not a measurement of good parenting because i feel like if you were a good parent you don't need to worry about your your child being out there right running the streets like you wouldn't that wouldn't be something that you would worry about because mm-hmm. you know and you're 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 confident in your upbringing and how you raised your child right that you're not going to be like oh no i need to go check is the hymen intact like that shit's weird to me like that you're unstable right because i know it's a common worry like are they or aren't they but never going to like hey whoa that's a little extreme yeah like you should be okay with having that conversation you should feel confident in the conversations that you've had with your child and knowing that they are being safe if they are being sexually active or knowing that they're going to wait until they feel like they're mentally ready to handle something like that. But if you motherfuckers never talk to your kids about shit, then then you do stupid shit like T.I. and take your child to the gynecologist and ask if their hymen's intact, even though that does neither confirm <laughs> nor deny if your child is a virgin or not that should mm. yeah so roll me by all means should i say that a lot yo <laughs> i told you talk to your kids too don't be ti yeah don't don't be, don't be like him he's the man's trash and it sucks like the older he gets the more st- stupid he's getting like i don't but you can see he, he thought it was a good idea like, like you know he what? he felt that was like, okay oh man this, i'm on the pivotal edge i'm expeditiously <laughs> like perennial he was hyped he and even sp- used the word expeditiously he even said like yeah i told the doctor to give me my results expeditiously oh so you're proud proud you think this yeah, is okay good idea. And you don't think you like, have traumatically no. and and uh, scarred your child you don't think so okay all right but again i mean any any man who's married who thinks it's okay for him to flirt and his definition of flirting is hands on so whatever you can't expect much acknowledge or support double standards Mm -hmm. i know it's tough to like Oh wait, that's something I do have. And that and that off. comes from the whole idea that like if a boy has a baby, if if your son gets someone pregnant, you know it's gonna be harder on the daughter, or it's gonna be harder on the girl because the baby gotta stay with him. Mm-hmm. So you're raising your you're raising your son to think that he's going to have a child and not be with the mother of a child and not be involved in the child's life. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like with that whole double standard, like oh well she's pregnant, you you good. Like, you just... No! Oh, she pregnant. <laughs> yeah! Like, oh, she's pregnant. What does this mean for her? Like, you can still finish school. No. But if I gotta drop out, you finish drop out. What you mean? We dropping out together. Together. Like... Dang. And that's that double standard shit. Like, people think it's like, okay, well, let him finish school first, and then she can go back. And why we gotta do that? Why we can't both go to school? Why can't we work out our schedule? True that. And you go to school in the day and I go at night or I go at night and you or so you know what I mean? Like I can't. Society sucks. This is why I ain't got no kids, y'all. This is the type of shit right here. But know that if I do have a child, like my child is gonna be raised in a really good home because I got sense. 
more than just the common sense. But Damn. again, common sense ain't so common these days, so whatever. Ooh. I felt that. It's not. I felt that. It really isn't. <clears throat> oh, man. We might move that one to deeper discussion, but all right, we got two. <clears throat> so, deeper discussion. Summer Walker has been much, much, very open about her social anxiety. And it appears to be getting worse because right now... She canceled the rest of her tour, right? She canceled a good chunk of her tour due to social anxiety, as well as she's starting to slowly receive some backlash about her performances, seeming like she'd just rather be anywhere else but on stage or at meeting greets. A lot of some fans have complained about it. I feel like, for one, I think people like fans. It's not like I. It's not like we got fans. I don't know. We might. Oh my god! What if we got fans? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like fans of artists like we're getting in an, into an era where people are just way too entitled. Like, just because you pay to go to something, you don't own that person. You know what I mean? Like, and they, everybody is still human. This is still a person. Like, people get this idea that celebrities or artists and performers are supposed to be happy 24-7. And, oh, I paid to come see you, so you're supposed to be hella nice to me. And I better see all your fucking teeth when I walk up. You need to be smiling from ear to ear, right? Laughing and all of that shit. And it's just like, bruh, what? Like, it just, I just kind of feel like people are just expecting so much. And then you have to also think she's a new artist. Like, she's not used to this shit. So mm-hmm. just like you're hyped, she could be nervous. Like, and then on top of that, to actually have social anxiety, like that's a whole nother thing. Yeah, much more than just being shy or feeling awkward. Like, like no, dead ass. Like that shit gives you heart palpitations. And like, so you want her to pass out because you want her to smile. So you you want her to be all happy-go-lucky rainbow sunshines and unicorns and shit right just because you paid some money for a meet and greet so fuck fuck her whole mental health and her whole just you know being yeah (laughs) fuck all that other people got their own stuff going through in the background i think that it comes along the lines of like a big discussion of whether hey you're a performer and you have social anxiety are you doing are you sure you're doing what you should be doing? Like, this is, are you sure this is the job that's for you? That's well, what you want? Also, I mean, she could still very well be a performer, but maybe not on such a big stage. Because I feel right. like she's gotten a lot of, uh, like, mention and a lot of notice lately. So, mm-hmm. like, these venues are becoming bigger and bigger. Maybe she needs to be at just an intimate setting. And maybe these promoters that are promoting these different venues... Maybe they should put a cap on it and not just be so money hungry like, oh, I'm about to fit every motherfucker I can in this thing. Like, oh, right. like, oh, the, the fire chief says uh, we can fit 750. Right, Marshall, yeah. Yeah, we finna fit 750 in this bitch. Like, like. And then put them on top of the roof. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe that's too much. Maybe she <clears throat> needs to do performances at, you know, local venues with a cap of like 100 people. And like, because think about it. 
I know I don't like when I have to go to like conferences and shit like that. I'm not trying to see all them people. Like I did ask, I get myself a pep talk right. every time I go, and this is for work. <clears throat> and do you do you feel like hey she's so do you feel like she's in the right business or do you yeah do you feel like she's in the right business then with social anxiety? I mean, she wants to do what she like. Music makes her happy, so you can't take that away. Like right. I feel like everybody should be able to do what makes them happy. So exactly. like. Yeah, I basically I have social anxiety. It's probably not as extreme as hers. Right. Um, and people would say probably I'm in the wrong profession because I have to do a lot of public speaking and all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. I hate talking to people. <laughs> yeah. But I'm doing what I love. Yeah, so. I think I think it, you you can definitely do it. I think it's a challenge. I mean, <laughs> if you do what you love, it's gonna have to come with a lot of things that you don't. You know, that challenges you to be a better person or challenges you to be get over your fears or your anxieties or your own mental health because everything that you do is taxing in one way or another. Yeah. So I, I think she just needs maybe like a better plan. Yeah. So her management and stuff need to kind of look at, like I said, I mean, shit, load management, girl. Right. And, and I think that is a big N- thing. NBA, do it that way. Yeah, because I don't think her P- I think her PR is just like, all right, we want her name out. I think like just trying to but ride not, this wave yeah, while make it's as going. Much money as possible, so you can add more quality, add more features to it's your stuff, like, and chill. and I get it, but it's just like, yeah, I don't think that I don't think it's not necessarily her, but it's more of her team. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind they of like didn't not think about like oh, it's the same thing. They didn't stop mm-hmm. to be like this. It's still a person. She's yeah. still her own. She's still an individual, and we have to put her needs first. Like, so she should have yeah. done a, a smaller tour, like, you know, not so many shows, smaller venues, yeah. less meet and greets, like. Yeah, and work your way up. So I think that a lot of people that are, have been on our side and have been on mental health side of our aspect of things have talked about, like, hey, yeah, self-care and advocate for yourself as well, because that's. I mean, clearly, if you don't take care of yourself or you don't care about yourself, nobody else will. And say no, say no, no, it's fine. It is okay. It is all right. Some people say no a lot lately. (laughs) Nah, bro. Well, you've been the queen of no, so you have no problem saying no. Now. Now. It was, it was rough getting to this point, (laughs) Um, but I'm not sacrificing my mental health for anybody these days, so. Exactly. Nah, bro, I ain't got it. And I think at the same time, also being aware, like, yo, if you are going to go in and you have some difficulties, just being able to, like, mm, maybe not. Maybe I need to think about this a little bit more. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you have a afraid of heights, a fear of heights, and you got, you know, all right, I'm going to fly planes for a living. Like, buddy, buddy, come on, do all the tests, and now we're here, and now we're like, mm. Well, you started from the bottom, now you're here. Literally. Literally. <laughs> but man, you want to go to from one to to eight. Baby steps. Baby steps. Remember that. Baby steps. So, I mean, I can understand disappointed fans' side of things. I can understand her side of things. PR. They're doing their job, but hey, you're probably moving the speeds way too fast. So, just come out with a different album. 
do you come up with an alias be like her nobody knew who she was for the longest time but she from the bay i know that yeah now we know but like first up a little antioch nobody knew so yeah big ups to summer walker hopefully she's talking to somebody about this her anxiety and hopefully her team understands and is trying to support her correctly so yeah, nay. Moving on. Moving on. What is up with this Popeyes? And if we're counting weeks, I'm still without a chicken sandwich. I got one on accident. You just fell into that one too? Just like Disney Plus? Bro, no. That ass I went to Popeyes to get shrimp. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. That's how it starts, huh? I love their shrimp. Right. Get to the front. Uh-huh. They're not making the shrimp because they're so focused on this damn chicken sandwich. <laughs> we don't have any. It'll be like 15 minutes. Bro, I already been here hella long. No. What do you got? I mean, they just finished this batch of chicken sandwich. Give me a goddamn chicken sandwich. Right? <laughs> I'm so mad because Popeye's, they little tackle boxes with the shrimps. Fire. I fucks with it. Heavy. And that sandwich wasn't even good. I threw like majority of it away. But All yeah, right. So God's what was going on with, with this worker incident? Which one? Because <laughs> at this point, you gotta have hands to work at Popeyes. Like <laughs> you ain't Popeyes applications be like. Question number one: Can you fight? <laughs> question two: Are you about that life? Number three. Is you with the shits? Because if not, this is not the place for you. I, I which Popeyes incident? In Tennessee, <laughs> you're going bad already. A Popeyes worker was recorded throwing a woman. <laughs> what kind of woman you say? A, a Caucasian woman. woman onto the pavement outside of the restaurant. So, what had made... happened was. What made him so mad that he had to slam a white woman? And she on was the in pavement. there talking reckless. Yeah, and didn't she, was. she get? Wasn't she trying to get physical with like his coworkers? Mm-hmm. She came up in there, act like she owned the place, calling people out their name, said the N word. What's the hard er? Hard er. He said, "Say it again." She said it again. He got held back. She was trying to leave the spot. He said, "Fuck no." Came out, got her, body slam. It was bad. You know, I'm not for like men putting their hands on women. Um, but at the same time, this whole like ridiculous uproar of using the N word and white. I feel like it's white women saying it quite quite a bit a lot of them um caucasian women thinking that that's okay to just say to black people and that we not gonna do anything um that shit has to stop yep i think the whole thing is about baiting they yeah. are baiting us all dead ass honestly honestly with, and it's uh, like you know you want to be like oh be smarter and but at the same time bro i'm telling you right now call me that i'm gonna slap the word out your vocabulary i'm, I'm telling you that right now mm-hmm I'm about to hit you. The same thing said uh uh with said the power Trina off. Trina off at Walmart. Yeah. 
I'm about to hit somebody with the power of Jesus and all the disciples. Like it, it goes the ancestors down. Mm-hmm. That gonna be so. Re- Matter of fact, <laughs> I got a good example of it. Uh, I'll have to show you the video, but I don't know. I don't know if I sent it to you on Twitter. Uh, there was this video on Twitter where they said it was two two white boys talking or fighting or whatever, and one of the boys, I guess, was homosexual. Mm. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm yep, inf- he sent me that one. Yeah. Yeah. And the other white boy called him the f word. I I, I can't say it. I don't. No, we ain't I don't. About that. I don't say that. Um, but yeah, it called him that, and that. When I tell you that little boy f- slapped fire out of his ass, <laughs> yeah, so get he slapped the shit out of him, and he deserved it. He deserved every piece of that. And he also gave that, say it again. He was like, said, call me again. Call me again one more time. And I swear to God, I'm going to pop your ass. <laughs> I was like, he was like, I'm sick of your shit. Call me it again. Oh. But they out here bold. And they've yeah, been, they've people been are just really more often. Like I just I feel I feel like people think like they can say and do these things to you and not get any repercussion. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. This is not your grandparents' civil rights movement. We fight these days. Like got all the hands. And you already know. True that, true that. Out here? Rated E for everyone. Because I mean, they out I'm here. teeing off on you. Period. I think, uh, the read was like, yo, they out here saying it, knowing that like we can't beat you at beat. They can't beat my ass if I say it. And that is why we have to beat their ass. Correction, but I can. <laughs> you, you y'all thought. president got you feeling real, real good out here. Out real here. bold. Like, he giving y'all extra little incentive. But I guarantee you, I don't give a fuck about any of that. And Man. I will slap the shit out of you. Don't do that. To, don't shit, don't do it. Real menace to society out here. Don't do it. <laughs> that slow turn at the liquor store. It's just like. You said, what about my mama? That's a whole... No, don't do not do it. Don't... Turn me into a different person. Bah, 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 bah. It's not okay. So, yeah. This also made me think about our last episode. And we were talking about what things within mental health that we felt like we needed to, to up. And thinking, about, thinking more about it, I felt more as African-American men, anger management needed to be something more of the forefront. Just mostly just because of... Our anger and how it's depicted or seen by other people and how that can move things out of proportion or just escalate things even more. Oh, no, it's a black man. Oh, he's going to be upset. He's going to rampage. And and, it, so I think and you're right. There, People are out here just baiting. They're especially, you know, mm-hmm. black men have a target on their back at all times. So it was just like. In one, in one, like side, you want to be like you guys control your anger, so on and so forth. But at the same time, it's just like you also don't want to have people disrespecting y'all. Yeah, and how to do that while also remaining Main, calm. Yeah, but it's, it's tough. A, it's a, it's a tough situation. Oh. Um, and it's a. I it, still don't. While we're on the subject, I still don't feel bad for him slamming her. Like, I, oh no! I mean, get shit. slammed. <laughs> you you tried the wrong one. The right wrong one. Today. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. You're like, which one of y'all? Uh, uh, I'm gonna choose. Wrong the, choice. Wrong uh, choice. You got body slapped. Oh. Wrong choice. Oh. <laughs> wrong choice. But yeah, I, I 
I agree. That is something that, you know, but it takes a, that takes being able to confront someone and still being able to get your point across and not having to, you know, not necessarily get physical, but like keep it at some level of respect. Right. That it takes a whole nother. That takes a whole nother level of just like maturity. Exactly. Honestly, that's stuff we have to teach. It, it, it's not. Teach it's early. It's definitely not something you just know how to do. It's mm-hmm. not. So it's a perfect one. Because I mean. Yeah, unfortunately for African-American men, we don't have that luxury of getting mad and, you know, going about it how we want to. And they be trying, like, they, they, and they be, be trying. trying. Bro, they try, like, black people, period. <laughs> for real, for real. But, I mean, would you say that's the same amount as for black women as well? Like, is that a, do you feel like that's pressure within the community or outside that? Like women also need to control their anger or no? Mm, we automatically do. And that's more so not even. We do. Trust me. I tone it down a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> if I can do and say some of the half the stuff. Shit. 75% of the stuff that goes through my head. Bad. Um, <laughs> but I'm telling you because we're already automatically labeled as the angry black woman. Period. Mm-hmm. And that's in that what's terrible, like we might have it a bit worse than you guys because what's terrible is like y'all are labeled like angry mm-hmm. ass black man or violent black man mainly by non black people. Right. Whereas but- we get that from y'all, especially black men, because you see how you just looked at me when I said True. we tone it down. So uh, mm-hmm. we might have it a, a bit rough, a bit more rough than, <laughs> than y'all think. Um, because yeah, no, we can't say nothing. So what would you say, like, for, well, for African-American, I think, for men, it's more of, like, hey, you get killed by the outer society, but then for black women, it's more ostracized? Or how would you say, like, what's a severe case Would you for if black women were too angry? What was? Well, we can get killed, too. Um, True. Perfect example, Sandra Bland. I mean, she wasn't. It wasn't that she was angry, but she was speaking her mind and not just, you know, taking whatever this person is saying to her for no reason. Right. So, yeah, like it's it's a different level for us because, first of all, especially if we're interacting with a male, whether that be a black man, white man, Asian man, whatever. If we say anything, they automatically think like, OK, first, this is this black woman's disrespecting me. And then on top of that, it's a woman disrespecting me. Right. So it, it's two levels of like. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they, like... Shame. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, I'm not going to let no woman talk to me like that. da 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 Like, and it just goes from, to that next level. Right. By being black. So it's just, it's a lot. True that. True <clears throat> And then for it to actually happen within your own community. Yeah. True. Like, because I, you know, I've been in relationships where I say something and, or I've caught myself having to like I already overthink like that's an issue so um but I catch myself all the time where I'm just like "Mm, should I say it let me wait like even in and that's just in relationships like let me wait even if it's something that just probably needs to be addressed right then and there Mm -hmm. um 
we have to downplay it so much because it's like, oh, you just being angry and bitter and that's that. You trying to run shit and all types of stuff. Like, it's crazy. It's just like, no, I'm simply telling you your behavior does not make me feel well or feel good and I don't like it. So if you could not do it anymore, that would be great. But <laughs> but it don't come out that way. It come out uh, more or less. Different. <laughs> I no, literally I can I've I've said like no, I don't like when you do things like that. Like it does not put me in a good place. I don't like how it makes me feel and I don't want right. you to do that. And then it's just like, oh you just trying to run shit. I just gave you like <laughs> like I could have been like, now you get on my fucking nerve. Da, 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 da. You always Fuck talking you. crazy. But like, right. And that's why your mama. <laughs> yeah. Like I could have did all that, but no, I didn't do that. And now it's just like, oh, you just trying to run shit. I can't do, I can't be with a girl like you. You, you got a mouth on you. Da, da, da. Leave your ass for a white girl. Because I asked for respect. I got a mouth on me. All I'm right. Yes. P E C T. I mean, I that just means that we not meant to be anyways. So, <laughs> Because I I definitely want you to respect me as a person, so. Mm-mm. But yeah, that's that on that. All right, African Americans are anger management. Let's work together on that. Do we need anger management though, or do people just not need to label us as angry people? Because I personally feel like like if we really look at it, we're not really angry people. We should be angry. Nigga, we have a right to be angry. We're just dead ass. There's yeah. umpteen reasons to be pissed the fuck off. Nah, I think we have good. <laughs> I think we, we might need a little bit. We have a lot to be angry about. No, that's what I'm saying. We have a lot to be angry about. But like if we if we actually acted as angry as we should be be a fucking riot yeah like shit would be on fire on fire (laughs) let it burn literally but but it definitely bleeds in different areas so and then causes to act out in anti-social ways so and that's not the common term it's the actual term (laughs) anti-social so what what do you mean actual term (laughs) so yeah yeah. anger management we'll look into that we got time as we uh as we're working on our black people segment series and everything getting everybody in speaking of which y'all if you would like to be on love yours podcast you're black and beautiful celebrate that black boy joy that black girl magic and you're trying to tune in discuss some black issues on your perspective as a black person or just to give us your black ass thoughts yes sir you want to chime in give us your message of the week or anything like that by all means let us know us in the dms minds or names but yeah or the podcast yeah the podcast oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) i can't with you what's good insta cousins nay and i we ran a little bit long on this episode so to save time we split into two so tune in next week as we talk about mental health for clout or just blatant excuses and we're probably going to talk about cap and Stephen a and what else transpired during the week so Hope you guys getting ready for Thanksgiving. 
Have a safe week. And always remember that this is Love Yours, the podcast. The podcast that promotes black mental health, black mental wealth, and black mental stability. And they will forever be out of reach until you love yours. I, I, hey. Love yours, the podcast, the podcast.